Hey, hey, everybody, you're listening to Fireball Podcast with Ashley Mayfield, and this is episode 46. Welcome back. Today, we are going to be diving in, and the title of this episode is How Bad Do You Want It? Because if you are anything like me, at some point, your little energy tank gets dry, and you start doubting, you start getting in your head, and here comes the disbelief, all the irrational thoughts, and you kind of just want to throw in the towel. Anyone else out there like a notorious quitter, okay? Prior to me being an entrepreneur outside of Jesus and my marriage, I promise you, I felt like I quit every single thing. Uh, When the going got tough, I got going, right? But today I want to give you a different perspective and I want to challenge you and ask you for this year, for 2021, how bad do you want it? Because it's going to cost you something. And I want to pull from the Bible today. So this is actually going to be uh, almost a first for me. I've been a little hesitant coming to this space, just uh sharing some of my heart when it comes to the Bible. By no means am I a theologian. I'm not ordained. I'm not credentialed. Um, but I do want to come to you and share what's on my heart with you. So I'm probably going to mispronounce some things. I might possibly pull something out of context. It is what it is, but I want to give you a word today. And if you're anything like me, sometimes you show up to the Bible and it doesn't make sense. So I do want you to know that I'm reading out of the New Living Translation, the NLT, and that is really the only translation that makes sense to me, okay? So today I'm going to be diving into Matthew 15, the faith of a Gentile woman. And I read this a few weeks ago and God actually gave it to me to uh, share with some women that I personally mentor and lead and ask them, how bad do you want it? You know, sometimes when it comes to our dreams, goals, and aspirations, we have to see something that no one else can see. We have to be an advocate for something. And typically it's ourself, right? We have to be the one that gives uh, breath to our dreams. And that can be so difficult. It could be so difficult when you're surrounded in an environment where people don't believe, but it's so true that you need to continue to have unwavering faith. And your faith, my friend, my sister is going to be one of the key ingredients that's going to help you cross your finish line. But how bad do you want it? When opposition comes, how bad do you want it? When people start to doubt, how bad do you want it? When the naysayers come around and you start getting humiliated and you start getting called out because you're not making progress and you're not reaching the goals that you want, how bad do you want it? When life happens, how bad do you want it? And I love Matthew 15 because just this woman's faith is so profound and um, I got a lot of inspiration from it. And so I hope you do too. So I'm just going to read it. It's just a few verses, seven verses. I'm going to go through Matthew 15, 21 through 28. And uh, I hope you read along with me again, New Living Translation. And then we're going to break this down. So it said, then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region region of Tyre and Sidon. Don't know if I said that right. A Gentile woman who lived there came to him, Jesus, pleading, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, for my daughter is possessed by a demon that torments her severely. But Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. Then his disciples urged him, Jesus, to send her away. Tell her to go away, they said. She is bothering us with all of her begging. Then Jesus said to the woman, I was sent only to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. But she came and worshiped him, pleading again, Lord, help me. 
Jesus responded, it isn't right to take food from children and throw it to dogs. She replied, that's true, Lord, but even dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath the master's table. Dear woman, Jesus said to her, your faith is great and your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. You know, it's so interesting to me because sometimes, uh, not even sometimes, all the time on our journey, we're going to show up like this Gentile woman, but are you really going to finish like the Gentile woman? Are you going to be someone that throws in the towel halfway on your journey? So here's this woman to wrap it up. If you're anything like me and you're like, oh my gosh, I get it, but I don't get it. Here's this mom, okay? Like, shout out to all the mamas. You do not know the lengths that you will go for your child, the lengths that you will fight for your baby until you are a mother or have a mother's heart, right? So here's this woman. She must have heard that Jesus was coming. She must have heard that the son of David, the Messiah was coming. And she knew the reality of her situation. She knew her pain. I I told you in last podcast, if you haven't listened, go listen to that. We're either driven by purpose or pain. This woman knew her pain. Her daughter was tormented, uh, excuse me, uh, her daughter's possessed by a demon and it torments her severely. Torments her severely. She knew the reality of her situation, okay? And I often find that when we know the reality of our situation, when we know our why, that is going to carry us through. And so here's a woman that shows up. She knows the son of God is coming. She comes and she, uh, it says that she is pleading with him. Now, what does the word pleading with mean? Well, I had to go look it up. It's the action of making an emotional or earnest appeal to someone. So in your mind's eye, I want you to get this picture. Here is this mom who knows her daughter is possessed by a demon. It torments her severely. She has seen her daughter transform into someone she has no idea how. Maybe she's gnashing her teeth. Maybe she's uh, being, uh, you know, destructive. Maybe she's saying things she doesn't normally say. She she sees that her daughter is not normal and she has found her way to the one person that she has faith that can heal her daughter. And now she, she falls before Jesus and she's pleading with him. She's not asking him. She's not, you know, requesting, please, if you have time. She is pleading with him. She is fighting for her daughter's uh, healing. She is going and making this emotional appeal. It's not just this. Hey, Jesus, if you got some time today. Hey, sorry, kind of don't want to bug you. No, she's showing up with an expectation. This is what the son of God can do. And he has to do it for my daughter. So really interesting. Uh, she knows her situation that much. And I want to ask you right now, whatever you're walking through, maybe it is in your business. Maybe it's in your career. Maybe it's in your family. Maybe it's with your children. Maybe it's in your marriage. Maybe it's in your health. What's that breakthrough that you need? How much do you know your situation? How much have you spent time in your situation? You see, me and Jason wanted to go debt-free many, many years. We actually tried many, many times. And it wasn't until we knew our reality when the pain of staying the same was greater than the pain of change. Isn't that why we play small? Isn't that why we stay in our comfort zone? Because the pain, right, of staying the same is usually less than change. Well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to get laughed at. I don't want to be judged. That's not how this woman showed up. She did not care. In fact, we see next what happens next. She falls before the Lord. She uh, gives this emotional appeal for her request. And it says, but Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. 
oh my God, like, is that not embarrassing, right? Like I might've been out at that, friends. Like I'd have been like, nope, <laughs> the toodaloo kangaroo, like I gotta go, okay? Like the, the faith of this woman, the confidence, the arrogance in her to go before the Lord, make this plea and request because she knew her situation that bad. She was willing to throw herself down. And it says, Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. And what's interesting is, most of us might've thrown in the towel then, right? Speaking for myself, how many times have you gone to your boss or you've put yourself out there or you said, put me in coach, I'm ready to go and you weren't called on? (laughs) How many times did you uh, show up to the doctor or the hospital wanting positive results and you didn't get one and you're like, okay, well, the facts are the facts. It's not gonna change. God's not gonna heal. Uh, My child's not gonna get it. Uh, you know, me and my spouse, we're never going to have the marriage we want. I'm never going to have the business I want. There was a silence there. There was a silence there. And what was interesting about the silence of Jesus is how much are we going to persist even when the silence is there? And, and I love this passage of scripture because she gives us the recipe for how we need to respond. Now, what's interesting, it's not just Jesus' silence, Okay is what happens next after Jesus, he gave no reply, not even a word. Then his disciples urged him, Jesus, to send her away. Tell her to go away, they said. She is bothering us with all her begging. So here's this woman in my mind's eye. I don't know the validity of it. This this could not be contextually accurate. It's fine. But in my mind's eye, she's on her knees pleading with the Lord. You know, she's saying, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, for my daughter's possessed by a demon that torments her severely. And she's pleading. The Bible says she's pleading. She's giving this emotional appeal to Jesus. She's probably crying. She's probably very heartfelt. She's probably throwing herself at his feet. And he is silent. And I imagine in my mind's eye, he's just looking at her. And here come the outside voices. And right in front of her, right in front of her, the disciples, Jesus's closest confidants, are saying, tell her to go away. She's bugging us. She's bothering us with all of her begging. How many of us would have disqualified ourselves in that moment? How many of us would have discredited ourselves? How many of us, our ego would have stepped in and we would have been so humiliated? We would have been so embarrassed, right? That we just decide to throw in the towel. We just decide, you know what? Because they determined my outcome. They determined it. How many of us are holding ourselves back? We won't increase our faith. We won't take another step. We won't lay another brick. But we're allowing the outside circumstance, the outside voices to infiltrate our situation. But that's not what the Gentile woman did. It says, uh, after the disciples said that, the Jesus said, Jesus said to the woman, I was sent only to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. So now all of a sudden she falls before the Lord. He says nothing. He's staring at her. These other people who are Jesus's closest people are telling her to go send her away. She's bothering us. She's bugging us with all of her begging. And now Jesus said, I was only sent to help God's people. I was only helped to send God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. But this is what she did. She didn't get back up in shame. She didn't give herself a pity party. She didn't disqualify herself and count herself out. She knew the reality of her situation and she knew who she was before. It said she came and worshiped him, pleading again, Lord, help me. 
Now she's worshiping him. Now she, I've, I have to imagine she's saying more than just Lord help me, but she's groveling at his feet. She is leaning into her pain. She's leaning into her humility. She's leaning in into her brokenness and saying, I can't do it. And I think sometimes we, re- we reach a level of faith where if it's not done in our own might, that it's not possible. Is that really faith? Is that really faith where we're trying to show up to a situation that we so desperately want to see change in, but if we can't facilitate the change, but if we're not in control, but if we're not in charge, and how often are we playing small because we say, well, if I can't make a goal that I can't hit, then I can't make that goal. Well, I'm only going to just say this because I don't believe I can go for that thing and I don't want to disappoint myself. This woman had has no ability to heal her daughter. It is not in her power at all. She has no like capability. She is unqualified for it, but she knows who is qualified. So she falls before him. She's saying, Lord, help me. And what I think is so interesting is there's such an urgency and a persistency there. It's not like, okay, God, okay, Jesus, next time you're here, maybe kind of, sort of, maybe thank you. No, there's a persistency. There's a, Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, help me. Lord, see me. Don't pass me by. I need you today. Are you showing up to whatever it is? I'm asking you, how bad do you want it? Do you want it enough to sacrifice sleep? Do you want it enough to sacrifice a memory? Do you want it bad enough to put yourself to fall before the Lord and grovel day after day after day after day? You can trust me with the blessing. You can trust me with the healing. You can trust me with the influence, with the income, with the impact. You can trust me, Jesus. How bad do you want it? Because this woman wanted it bad. When the Lord was silent to her, when his closest confidants made fun of her, She continued to worship and plead with him. And Jesus came back again. So now he first, he's silent. Then he kind of like makes this rebuttal. And now he comes back a third time. Okay, there's a third action from Jesus. The first one was silence. The second one is, I, I was only sent to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. Basically saying, I'm not here to help you. You're not qualified for this. That's what he's saying, right? But the third time he comes back, he said, it isn't right to take food from children and throw it to the dogs. And it's interesting because in that third reply, still then, he never once told her no. He never once told her no. In the midst of his silence, in the midst of his pushback, in the midst of his rebuttal, never once did he say no to her. Almost like he was pushing her. How far will her faith go? How far will her faith go? And sometimes we are so quick to disqualify ourselves when life gets in the way. Oh, life happened. It must not be my time. Oh, uh, you know, the tire popped. The dog got sick. Me and my husband are fighting. Oh, my best friend. My mom thinks I can't do it. None of that took this woman out. Even after Jesus said, it isn't right to take food from children and throw it to dogs, she still replied back and said, that's true, Lord. And remember, this is a woman who's groveling. This is a woman who's worshiping. This is a woman who's pleading, the Bible says. She says, that's true, Lord, but even dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath their master's table. 
Even, even me, I'm worthy of something. I have enough faith that even if I just get a touch, the Bible says that the faith of a mustard seed can move mountains. If I just get the mustard seed, if I just get a touch from you, Jesus, it will change my daughter's life. And he immediately looks at her and says, dear woman, Jesus said to her, your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. Never once did he tell her no. Never, never once did he said she was unworthy. He challenged her, but it's so interesting. And, you know, I love this scripture because it just reminds me so much that I get to fight for my passions. I get to fight for the things, not just my dreams, desires, aspirations, goals. I don't just get to fight for that, but I get to fight for the things I don't want. I get to fight for the things I'm no longer going to tolerate. This is a woman who knew how bad her situation was. And going back, like I said, me and Jason tried to pay off debt many, many, many times. And it wasn't until we stepped into a position where we said, God, we're no longer going to tolerate this, where we sacrificed and we threw it all on the table. I love Dave Ramsey calls it gazelle-like intensity. We had this gazelle-like intensity where it's all we could see and we came together and united. And what's so interesting is we thought it would take us in our human mind, we thought it would take us 12 months to pay off all of our debt, but because of Jesus. We were able to compound that and do it in six months. We were able to do it six months, but we showed up before the Lord and said, we're no longer going to tolerate this. You see, we tried to pay off debt before and we knew we we knew the goal. We knew the mission. We knew what we wanted, but we no longer were ready to break up with debt. Does that make sense? There's a difference there. You can want success so bad, but if you're no longer willing to break up with the friendships that you have that are holding you back, you're never going to really, you might attain what you want, but you're never going to sustain what it is that you want right? You had, this woman was willing to lay herself down for what it was that she wanted. She was willing to be humiliated. She was willing to look less than. She was willing to have that pushback, but she continued to lean in and she continued to fight for it. And my friend, sometimes you're going to have to show up and you're going to have to be the Gentile woman. And there's going to be something that no one else is going to understand. No one understood this woman's daughter like she did. It was her daughter. It was her daughter. No one knows your situation like you. If you're expecting in your lifetime for someone to come and throw you a rope or someone to come and save you, sister, it's never coming. Hear my words, write them down. If you get nothing from this, no one is coming to save you. It's how bad do you want it? It's how bad do you want it? When you are on your knees in the middle of the night, crying, crying yourself to sleep, and there's a silence there. Are you willing to take another step? When you see everybody else around you having the promotion, having the healing, having the advancement, getting the car they want, getting the the relationship they want, maybe they got the ring on their finger before you and it's happening to everybody else. Everybody else is having a baby but you. Are you willing to keep the faith? What are the thoughts that you're going to say? Not once did this woman question herself. Not once did she doubt. In fact, she was advocating for her situation the entire time. Do you believe that your situation deserves change that much? That you are qualified that much? That it doesn't matter uh, your title. It doesn't matter how you show up. That you are enough. Do you believe it, my friend? Because that's the faith the Bible is talking about. That's it. It's that you have to know your situation. You have to know what you want to break up with so much and that you are worthy of the blessing. You are worthy of the healing. She knew that. 
And it's so like, it boggles my mind how often we have women, you listening to this right now, you could possibly, you're walking around telling yourself you're disqualified or that you're unworthy of whatever it is that God has for you. Who told you that? Why are you telling yourself that? Clearly, Jesus is not saying that. Not once did he tell her no. He's pulling the faith out in her. And my friends, sometimes we go from situation to situation to situation because we haven't learned our lesson. And other times it's to increase our faith. It's to increase our faith. How bad do you want it? She wanted it bad. And it said, he said, dear woman, your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. And what's so, what's so accurate about this is oftentimes I've seen it in my own life where I wanted something and I leaned in and I leaned in and I leaned in. And it's like, you're not getting anywhere. All You're showing up and doing all the work first. You see a lot of people are like, well, I'll wait for Jesus to give me permission and tell me that's what I'm supposed to do. And then I'll take a step. It couldn't be further from the truth. You have it backwards. You have to take a step, take a step, take a step, take a step, take a step. God's given you the desires in your heart for a reason. Stop praying if it's what God wants you to do. Unless you're trying to like take my man or take my money, I promise you God's put it in your heart for a reason, okay? Don't be coming after my man or my money. We're gonna throw some hands, okay? But what I'm saying is that stop questioning your gift. Stop questioning your desires. Stop questioning your goals and whether you're worthy to do it and start advocating for yourself. Why not you? Why not you? Stop telling yourself that you can't and telling yourself you're unworthy. Because I'm telling you right now, if you would just show up and lean in, lean in, lean in, lean in. When no one believes in you, you lean in. When you don't believe in yourself, you lean in. But when you know your situation so bad, when you know what you're running from, See, I'm a person that's driven by pain. I'm driven by the reality of my situation. And I've learned how to lean into that. And it sounds to me like the Gentile woman is a lot like that. She knows her reality. She knows how desperate she needed her situation to change and how much she wanted it. No one will advocate for your situation like you will, okay? And so it's so important. I hope you take this and I hope you lean in and I hope you increase your faith because you're gonna get everything you want It just depends on how bad you want it. So if you found any value from this, again, I'm gonna ask, share it on your social medias. Make sure you tag me. I always love to see who's listening, who's tuning in, whether you're watching by way of podcast or by way of YouTube. I'm always recording these live. That way you guys, we can interact together. Uh, But make sure you tag me. I love reposting them. And until next time, I want you to know that I believe in you. I'm rooting for you. And you have everything it takes to go after everything you want. Talk to you guys soon. Bye, friends. (laughs) 